1: Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3
2: 2023. Matthew, Mr. Purple Insider is here. John Schuster, Coldwell Banker Hotline. Here is the most important question you have faced The entire month of December, Uh, the two of us, myself and Dave Harrigan, just looked outside. It's starting to rain downtown. Uh, Harrigan basically parks in St. Paul because he's so cheap. I park about six, seven blocks away. If we wait a little bit, will you pick us up so we don't have to walk to our cars in the rain? Is that a reasonable request?
3: You know, I would love to, but I'm in downtown Cincinnati right now. So it's going to be a little bit of a trip back if I was going to do that.
2: Would you come back, drive us to the cars, and then fly back?
3: <laughs> you know what? Uh, no. Um, wow. But I will say that here. here's what I want people to appreciate, though, about just uh, Minneapolis in general. Yeah. How close How close our airport is to downtown. Because in Cincinnati, in Denver, yeah. there's a number of places that I go where I'm like, are we going to get there eventually to the Uber driver? Have I been kidnapped? <laughs> Are they taking me out in the middle of the woods? And then a half an hour later, I'm finally downtown. So you know, it's a, a little you know, ten fifteen minute drive from downtown. You're in the air, uh, you know, not too long after that. So appreciate that, everybody.
2: I uh, I haven't spent a ton of time in Cincinnati, but I got to be honest, I've come away uh, just kind of eh, kind of the times I've uh, been there. By the way, I think. I'm a big chili fan, but the skyline chili to me doesn't live up to the hype. Uh, what are your thoughts about Cincinnati as a town before later in the conversation, we get to Bengal pride in the team itself.
3: Yeah, very much just okay to me. Yep. I mean, it's, you know, it's a city so you can find a restaurant here, or there, and, uh, you know, they got some sports here, but is there like a defining factor? You know, I was, uh, Getting off the plane, and I saw Reggie Wilson, who's also you know a TV guy, Carol Levin, yeah. And I and I said, and he loves Cincinnati because he lived here for a while. And I said, well, not exactly Vegas, and you know, so it's like oh fighting a words whiplash, to Reggie. You know, maybe. Little, uh, yeah, he, I don't think he took it that well, but like there's a little bit of whiplash going from uh, Las Vegas last week, where a lot of defining factors <laughs> in Vegas, and yes. you know, Cincinnati, it's like. Oh, it's a nice town. It's the people seem to like it here. So I don't know.
2: It's all text, right uh, Text me what what if if Matthew went out in the town tonight because nobody goes out in the town like Matthew. What would he do if he's in Cincinnati six five one four six one nine two two six. I mean I got it the big red machine that was in the seventies. I got it. WKRP. Uh, I got it. I think that the the Skyland Chili's. Meh, it's fine. Uh, yeah, we 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 have sports there. Uh, You know, Bob Huggins was there for a long time. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Let's talk, before we get to the purple, let's talk San Diego slash LA, because even I still want to go San Diego Chargers. No, they've been there for a while. They are the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Apparently, uh, Aiden O'Connell is a ticking time bomb, and we held him up last week because the Los Angeles Raiders scored 63 last night 63 points. And because of that, general manager gone, head coach gone, and so in town, people are going to think Brian Flores. Brian Flores had his one chance with the Dolphins. There was a lot of stuff tied to that. He's done a masterful job here. Is that a fit for him? I also think San Diego slash L.A. Chargers, and they got a guy named Bill Belichick with the report this week from uh, Tom Kieran. It's been plugged in for a long time in the Boston area saying the the crafts already decided he's gone. None of us think Belichick wants to walk away. Whoa. All of a sudden the general manager position's available, the head coach position's available. It's LA. Nobody pays any attention. The Chargers, all of a sudden, big bad Bill walks in. Maybe they pay attention. Uh that Chargers job with Flores and somehow Belichick, what do you want to
3: say? Well, I think, first of all, win a division, and then we'll call you by your new name. So you're San Diego until you actually win yeah, something. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's one of the biggest botch jobs of a quarterback's rookie contract, maybe, ever. I mean, Kyler Murray it probably falls under this category, too. But Justin Herbert, I think we all believe, is even better than Kyler Murray. And yet they just let it all completely slip away. So now he's about to become one of the most expensive quarterbacks in the NFL and they've won nothing. I mean, that's the whole deal, right? If you get a good quarterback and you hit on it, he's cheap, then you trade for Tyreek Hill and you get to be the Dolphins, and it's hard not to look at the coach and GM and say, what the heck happened there? I mean, they got Kellen Moore as their offensive coordinator. Everybody was excited about that, but they fail on some draft picks. They fail to put the weapons around Justin Herbert, and they hired – Brandon Staley thinking they were getting a defensive genius who was going to take them to the top of the NFL. But it turned out, I guess, that Aaron Donald and (laughs) Jalen Ramsey were the reasons that he had great defenses in Los Angeles. Kind of shocking. I also think that copycats of the Fangio system have really gone sideways. It's like, you know, a lot of times when it when it comes to chasing these defensive minds, and this is why everybody likes the offensive coaches, is Something that worked last year won't work next year, so it's like, oh, we need to do what they did. But by the time you hire the guy, you know what I mean, then it's already too late. Uh, I think Bill Belichick should go on TV. Uh, he was great on uh, the the college yeah. game day. He is like, on. Maybe, it. maybe he should just call it a day, right? Like it's been an unbelievable career. Not is, happening. Is this gonna is this gonna be like Vince Lombardi, coaching yes. Washington? Like yes. I, I just. I just don't think it's a great idea. I think that they should look to some to pair someone with Justin Herbert and say defense be damned like this is it's you and him and you're gonna go forward and you're gonna try to win together. Uh, because right now that team is in ugly shape and I don't think I I can't remember the last time I've seen a team give up on their coach yeah. the way that the Chargers Man. did last night. I mean that was like shocking for the pro level.
2: Well, and we could tie this back, and it's in the mailbag. You can check out the mailbag, purpleinsider.com, where somebody raises, well, if Flores gets a job, hmm, Brandon Staley, you mentioned it, uh, the Los Angeles Rams. Who else was on that Los Angeles Rams staff? Oh, it's Kevin O'Connell, who has a great relationship with Brandon Staley. If Flores leaves, Brandon Staley might be your next Vikings defensive coordinator. And uh, that's—I know a lot of Vikings fans after watching last night are thinking, "Oh, goody about that possibility."
3: So I think that is possible because they are close uh, personally, but you couldn't get much farther away schematically. Uh, In fact, Brandon Staley—I mean—looks a lot like Ed Donatell. I mean, they both come from the same Fangio tree. They both want to play very similar and Brian Flores is a million miles away from that style. I mean, Brian Flores is exotic, creative, dynamic, aggressive. Like those are all the things that Kevin O'Connell said that he was looking for when he was moving away from Ed Donatell that he wanted a much more attacking defensive system that was, you know, looking to cause turnovers and that was looking to, you know, create a lot of blitzes and frustration for the quarterback. Not a whole lot of frustration for quarterbacks when it comes to facing the Chargers over the last couple of years. And, you know, it's not that they have the greatest talent out there, but I mean, Khalil Mack is on that team. They signed JC Jackson to a massive contract after he was good with the Patriots. And then that ended up blowing up entirely in their face. They signed Eric Hendricks out there. It's not like they got nobody. Mm -mm. I think they just had a scheme that worked a couple years ago. and doesn't work anymore. So it would be a huge mistake if Flores goes somewhere else to hire Brandon Staley as the defensive coordinator.
2: When we come back with Matthew, Mr. Purple Insider, check it out. It's great. Uh, so many different ways to consume it. Podcasts, mailbag, interviews, instant analysis, uh, middle of the, middle of the week analysis. Great stuff. We're going to talk, why is the pastor not number three? How much will the Vikings miss Brian O'Neill and Alexander Madison? Josh Metellis, excellent column from uh, – Matthew on that and the Ivan Pace story. A lot of Vikings talk when we come back on CCO.
0: Selling a little or a lot.
2: Twenty-two past two. We're playing Dave's favorite Christmas tunes. Matthew Coller from Purple Insiders with us. Why is the pastor not Matthew Coller now? He's not. He's not starting. He's not the backup. He's just ahead of you as the third string quarterback. Why isn't he the backup this week?
3: Well, it sounds like Kevin O'Connell wants to remove the P from pasternot. Um, but I'm, I would say <laughs> that's what I'm here for. Yes. Uh, no, no, uh, you know, I think that what we've really learned about Kevin O'Connell here is this man wants you to run his offense.
1: Yeah.
3: and, and look, this is, as you probably read in the mailbag, people are wondering, mm-hmm. like, should, like, should Kevin O'Connell have adjusted more? Should he have adapted more to Josh Dobbs? And the answer is yes, of course. Uh, they got away with it in a three nothing win that really accelerated their playoff chances, and the fact that they did not make very good adjustments. And Kurt Warner made a whole video basically saying, "What are you doing, Kevin O'Connell slash receivers for last week's game?" And Kurt made a lot of very fair points at the same time. Did, did you agree with a lot of what uh, Warner offered up? Uh, well, I mean, everything that he pointed out is obviously correct. Like he's not getting it wrong. He's a Hall of Famer. Uh, that receivers were dropping passes and that there were sometimes not a lot of opportunities for where Josh Dobbs should throw the ball and the protection was not good in that game the protection has struggled uh, quite a bit more over the last couple weeks than it did for most of the season when we were talking about how shocked we were that the offensive line was this good well you know they've they've gotten banged up a little bit here and they've run into some tough pass rushers and I think All of that played into why Josh Dobbs was benched. It was not just Josh Dobbs being bad. Like, football is more complicated than that, right? And we all know that. But I think what we really see is that, like, O'Connell wants somebody to run the plays as they're designed that everybody worked on since OTAs and minicamp and everything else. And only in case of extreme emergency does he want to – Uh, go a different direction from that. So, yes, we could say, like, man, I mean, I guess he just wasn't able to figure out how to use Dobbs' legs very well or to, you know, limit some of his shortcomings. But we can't forget that Josh Dobbs, when he arrived here, was a 2-9 and quarterback that his team gave away for a pick swap and that Cleveland gave away. Of late-round picks. Right, right. Jacksonville gave away. Pittsburgh gave away. Cleveland gave away. Like, maybe – Kevin's got a point, right? So, you know, I think that Kurt Warner could be correct in his analysis uh, with also saying, look, they had zero points. What should they do? Just keep, like, having the same guy do the same things? And Nick Mullins came in, and there were some close calls, but he knew where to go with the football. And, you know, in an offense that you're going to get Justin Jefferson back and with the other weapons they have, that might be enough to get you enough to rely on the defense to win a couple of games here and get into the playoffs. And and that's the situation we're in. There is, you know, Fran Tarkenton is not going to suit up and and show up on Sunday. And when we look at O'Connell's offense, they were ranked seventh in points from the time he took over to the time Kirk got hurt. So it's hard for me to say, Oh, this coach, he just doesn't know what he's doing. Mm -hmm. No, he really designed the entire offense for a certain type of quarterback, and that type of quarterback is not Josh Dobbs, and I mean one who's good at throwing the football.
2: You uh, you wrote recently about Josh Metellus, who has been just a great revelation. I mean, the guy, what's he played? Six, legitimately six positions for this team? So expand on him. And then let's also talk pace. I heard uh, my guy P.A. talk about this today. So here's pace where he's uh, – Defensive player of the week. His hometown is where? Cincinnati. And his birthday is tomorrow. I'd say that oh, worked. Wow, I didn't know his birthday. I'd, I'd say that worked out rather well. Talk about both those guys. And and also it just ties to what we were talking about with Flores, how exotic and different and it's not one system because those guys are great examples of it.
3: Well, that's exactly where I was going to start is that if if uh, the, the San Diego Chargers called me and said, Why should we hire Brian Flores? I would start with two players, and that is Josh Metellus and Ivan Pace Jr. I mean, Josh Metellus was a special teamer with about 250 career snaps as a former 6th round draft pick. But Metellus told me that Brian Forrest, when he got here, said to Metellus, they didn't use you enough. Like, that was one of the first things he said. Like, I watched your tape. They didn't use you enough. We're going to find ways to do it. And then he identified those ways. And even through training camp, we're like, we're seeing a lot of Josh Metellus. Are they really going to do this? Oh, they're really doing it. And he, he, he is the hybrid that we've heard about in the NFL for years, but no one ever actually has a guy who could do this much. And I think what they took advantage of is just how intelligent Josh Metellus is. I, I think he's one of the brightest players that you're ever going to run into. So, you know, there's that, like recognizing his skills, his aggressiveness, his intelligence, and then finding a way to put him in this different role that's very aggressive. And then with Ivan Pace Jr., I mean, who would have ever expected that? Like an undrafted free agent who could handle this much as far as mentally to take on the green dot abilities. But again, it's like a good identification of, yeah, the guy was short and he's shorter than anyone else in the league. But go back and look at the way he played at Cincinnati. His PFS scores across the board, 90s across the board, everything through the roof. It was really just size. So why not take a shot on him? And then, you know, not not be sort of uh, beholden to the draft pick. You know, he beat out Brian Asamoah, but Flores just said, nope, this guy's a better fit. Yeah. And so he came out. I think it's really good evaluation. It's really good creativity. Like, it just works on so many levels with these players fitting with this defensive coordinator.
2: How good is Cincinnati without Burrow?
3: I think they're still pretty dangerous. I mean, I don't want to overreact to the last two weeks because we've just talked about how Aiden O'Connell put up zero and then 63. So when it's backup quarterbacks, it could be just about anything. Uh, but what's really dangerous is a man named Jamar Chase. And I think with him, what separates him is if the ball gets to him, anything can happen. I mean, he is like what we're seeing now is instead of Barry Sanders, it's wide receivers who look like Barry Sanders. <laughs> and I think J- Jamar Chase is one of them, right? Yep. Like this He's guy is really good. He is hard. To tackle and uh, the, if there's one slight thing that the Vikings secondaries had some issues with the corners it has been missing some tackles that have been cleaned up by the safeties if you do that against Jamar Chase it's going to be touchdown but you know the thing is Cincinnati defense is not very good I mean they're, they're just straight up bad so there is like some you know push and pull there but I think this will be a tougher challenge and also can't say enough about how good Zach Taylor has been at adapting his offense we were just saying don't criticize O'Connell too much, but, man, lots of play actions, screens, get the ball in the hands of playmakers. Like Zach Taylor has done a really good job working with Jake Browning.
2: Excellent, as always, sir. Thanks so much. We'll talk next week. All right, sounds good. Thanks for having me. Matthew Collar gives you a lot with Purple Insiders. Absolutely worth your time. It is a 30 past two. We're going to give you traffic weather. I want to – I'm not uh, – I normally needle Dave because I'm going to take so much time. I need to get to two issues after trafficking weather that that are worth a little bit of conversation. The news has come out, really, about, about Israel killing three hostages. Okay, fine. We got and then we're really getting excited about this Target idea. This is this is this Target. This is the one that we're all excited about. Just briefly on those two, and then am I wrong? I promise I won't go too long. They are serious issues. I will allow it, but the committee's still not going to be happy. But
3: I have to bring this report back now. Thank you.
2: Put me
1: in a bad spot. Yes. Do it. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.